Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Running Sprint. We are joined uh, once again this week by our main interview of the last podcast, Chris Smithart. Chris, welcome back. Thanks for having me. And uh, we ended the episode last time, or the interview of listing through your many different endeavours in orienteering and all the pies you've got your fingers in. Um, but so I wanted to kind of start this one off with uh, a bit of a leading question. But if there's one thing in orienteering at the moment that you could change, what would it be? <laughs> oh, uh, um, I oh, got it. Stumped him on the first I, question. That, that is that's a tricky one. Can I can I come back to that one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll pass it. Okay, we made a great start. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to great it. Start. Yeah, that's not a simple question. <laughs> okay, a more simple question. Um, why orienteering? It's not a simple question at all. <laughs> I just, I, I just love the challenge, going to new places, running around forests and streets, and just so mixed, isn't it? Yeah, fair enough. And speaking of, you're someone who has travelled widely across the globe, doing sprint orienteering. You know, numerous park world tour appearances, South Africa. You know, this is endless. Where's the best place you've ever oriented? I think probably some of the hilltop towns in in Italy. Uh, they're pretty. They're pretty unique, uh, like somewhere like Matera. It's just, uh, it's just like alleyways and stairs, and it's it's hard to like find a route to the control sometimes. Like you like got to stop for like twenty seconds to try to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then and then in uh, I guess in the forest it's probably that's that's hard. I, I do I do love like forested sand dunes. That's probably one of my favourite areas. Mm. So maybe maybe Portugal or even some of the stuff on in Moray in Scotland. Oh yeah, that is Scottish Six Days is back there in two years' time. It is. is right? I think yeah yeah yeah. I'm very excited yeah. about that. I love forested sand dunes as well. So definitely definitely up for that. How can people not like forested sand dunes? Yeah, that's a genuinely like, a good question. Is there anyone out there who doesn't? Yeah. Write in at the running pods on all of our socials because uh, <laughs> I don't think there's anyone. Who I challenge there to be someone. I don't think there is someone out there who doesn't there like them. There must be somebody because people have opinions. So there's there's weirdos out there. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could uh, if you could redo one race from your career so far, what would you what would it be? Because I've struggled uh, with this one when I've asked myself because it's quite a lot. <laughs> maybe the world champs this year that was yeah that was a bit of a, a letdown to be honest <laughs> and he, but you didn't do a tove there you didn't do some random route through the middle of the arena well no but I mean she still won didn't she so she did still win um, okay but n- n- so none of your like Great race where you came fourth in the World Cup, for instance. You wouldn't want to kind of relive that. Oh, I thought you meant like redo it as in well, it so bad. It would either good or bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess it's improving on something that hasn't gone so well. That that's kind of what I'm thinking. So, yeah, or yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to stick with it. World champs this year. World champs this year. Fair enough. Well, hopefully you can improve on that at next year's World Champs. Um. Training or racing? Racing. I do like training, but 
yeah, I think racing still still beats it. <laughs> what is it about racing that gets it going? I don't know. It was obviously so uh, long last year where we couldn't race. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just that's kind of like you, you just, you don't really know when you like pick up the map, do you? I think in training you always kind of, I don't know, maybe not quite so up for it or I don't know, just like the competition and, and, uh, and leaving it all out there on the day. Yeah, no, I good. think that's as good an answer as any. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Um, going back to the initial question that you opened with, I've, I've changed it slightly. Um, what's the most frustrating thing for you about orienteering? It could be personal. <laughs> it could be group. Well, I was I I was thinking about it. I think I I know it may be slightly controversial, but I would like to see I would like to see orienteering in the Olympics. Okay. Ooh. So okay. that's changing something, but maybe not quite as you imagine the question would be. So No, no. Well, the question can be positive or negative. It's, it's completely open. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to see more people in orienteering, so I think that would help that. And, yeah, I mean, I guess from a, and also from a slightly selfish point of view, orienteering would get more money in the UK and maybe more of us could be more semi-professional or professional athletes. So that would yeah. be quite a nice thing as well. So, uh, yeah, more people would know what orienteering is. So I don't, in, I mean, yeah, in Scotland, most people that I think you meet actually know what orienteering is, but I think in England still, yeah, there's quite a lot of people who don't really yeah. understand what orienteering is. So I just want to kind of, yeah, get the sport a little bit bigger and get people more aware about what it is. Okay. Yeah. And you're, you're willing to kind of, you know, go put up with all the points that I think people would say would use to argue against it being in the olympics about maybe not being the best competitions or would they be able to make it fair things like that and you just be like the benefits outweigh the the issues yeah i mean i yeah i agree there are negatives to it but but maybe but may, yeah maybe yeah i still think the advantages would outweigh the disadvantages hmm. what disciplines would you put in then would it just be sprint, forest? Because I was th- I was actually thinking about this the other day, um, in a chat that I was going to propose that we had on the on the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, I guess it depends how many medal events we are allowed to have. Like, uh, may- maybe maybe you could have climbing when it was being put in. They were told they were only allowed one, so they had to combine three different elements into one overall. Climbing in Paris is now split into two. I think two or three. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, so, so maybe, maybe you could have. So we're allowed two. A, re- a relay and an individual. Yes, yeah, so maybe you'd have like a forest individual and then a, a sprint relay or something like that. Then you get a bit of sprint and a bit of forest. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe you could have a forest race, uh, an individual forest race, and an individual sprint race, and then somehow combine the results together. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you could do it in a points system. Like um, the World Cup is. Like the overall yeah. World Cup is at the moment. Like the overall World Cup. Or do it on the cumul- cumulative time, but the sprint time can just be multiplied by two for a shorter race, and then it would double up to be the middle distance time or something. Um, yeah. Which I think some multi-days have used in the past. Um, some kind of aggregator score. Yeah. That could work. Where, so where, we'll, just, we'll just have to persuade the IOC then. <laughs> 
Well, you're supposed to yeah, it's a simple thing, isn't it? When you need to get the Americans on board for the yes, TV audiences. Yes, that's what we do. We need <laughs> to get the Americans. We need to get the... Because I was part of the bid for Paris. We did bid... Orienteering did bid for being part of the Olympics in Paris. And the IOF put together a kind of presentation and I edited a few videos for it. So we did, we did bid to get into Paris and they said no. So the next ones, we have to go and bid to LA and see what they'll say. And then mm. Brisbane's next. And that's not really very orienteering out area of the world either so no but the aussies have got a fair shot at a medal so if a host country can get a medal then they might put it in yeah mm. we did, we did force pull thierry out of where we did the bid you know we we uh made oh yeah thierry <laughs> done very very well in orient you can keep going for 10 more years <laughs> yeah we'll make the you can get to paris <laughs> <laughs> oh and then um I guess last one, Chris, now that everything's opening up and we can start to travel again, you're going to be racing abroad, um, all this. Where is the place that you want to go now that you've done all the work with Coastal Islands, you've got a bit of free time, maybe things, travel's opened up in the winter. Where are you off to? Uh, if I could go anywhere. If you can go anywhere. I'd probably go to maybe Canada, I think. I'd like to oh, ride here nice. in, in some of the... Is it maybe the Rockies in Canada? There's some apparently some good terrain. So. Get chased by some bears. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is that was uh, was it Soren Bobak who put up a video of him getting chased by a bear. For a yeah, there's some footage somewhere of him getting what? chased. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he put up something on his Instagram a few years ago of him getting chased by a bear through a forest in Canada. Oh, scary. Oh, sorry, Terry. Scary stuff. You need to like. I don't know. Can you get bear spray or something that you have to like take around as part of your kit? Like, oh my god, that's very scary. It's run faster. No, well, um, best of luck with trips to Canada. Very jealous of that, actually. And best <laughs> of luck with the World Cup races and Euro meeting as well, Chris. And hope it all goes well. And hopefully, everyone will see you at a Master Plan Adventure event soon. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, thanks very much.